don't know. Let me break it down for you again. Okay, party people in the house. You're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. It is my pleasure, it is my treat, it is my honor to introduce to you the man that needs no introduction. Of course he don't need an introduction or else you wouldn't have bought the goddamn podcast. Ladies and germs, get ready for the E-double-E, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite. A.K.A. The Magnificent with the Sensational Style. A.K.A. The nigga from last year. A.K.A. Stop. Hold up. Pause. Quit. Change the groove and fuck it up a little bit. Who the fuck is this E? number one favorite cartoon theme song of all time. I remember used to race home from school. The school bus stop was like three blocks away. Used to run home so I could get my school boy, uh, full name Scoobert. Why does a dog have a full name and a nickname and a last name? No clue. And then he has a name and he has relatives, so someone had to tell him the name and then I get home and make me some pork and beans and hot dogs. I've already discussed on the preparation on uh, like episode 102. Anyway, I had those and the, the, the pork and beans and hot dogs and the, the butter cookies. The butter cookies that look like flower petals. And then, and then at one point they made some chocolate chip ones. Not just me. Okay. Um. Anyway, Scooby was dope. Uh, they had the, the monster of the week and then the, the reveal and Scoob and Shaggy and the big tall ass sandwiches that make their neck <laughs> the, the same shape as the sandwich and 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 Fred and Daphne were useless. They, uh, Fred was supposed to be the leader, stupid ascot. No one cared. He disappeared and it never mattered. And Daphne was supposed to be the hot one, but in actuality, Velma was the hot one. Everyone knows Velma was the hot one. And, and, and Fred always chose Daphne to go along and left Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby. And the people always thought that it was because Fred was sticking it to, to, to Daphne, giving her the old uh, Scooby snack. But in, but in the Blu-ray, uncut, behind the Scoob document, uh, Terry, feature, it was told that Fred was in the SM yeah, and <laughs> Daphne was a headmistress. Mm. It was a hashtag ballgame. Mm. Oh. 
me like um, uh, Velma was clearly the hottest. She had the glasses and the extra short skirt and the du- giant double D's. And she always, air quote, lost her glasses to find a reason to get on her hands and knees in the short skirt. She's an exhibitionist, this woman. Um, anyway, I love the Velma. And I didn't even get tired of the formula as a kid. I, I don't remember uh, trying to figure out who the monster really was before they told me. It was just watching it. And some were too easy. But you you had some, some swerves. Um, old Iron Face was a swerve. Um, but it never mattered. And what was funny was the reason behind the monsters or ghosts or whatever the hell. Yeah, it was grown up. <laughs> growing up situations you know and these people were going through hard times and they had to dress up I mean there was art for forgery um, insurance fraud there was the one the, the witch doctor <laughs> he got rid of all the dogs in town that would beat his dog in a dog show so he got rid of the comp for a dog show um, what I hated was Scrappy Doo No one likes Scrappy-Doo. Fuck Puppy Power. And if you like Scrappy-Doo, then you're no friend of mine. He wasn't tough. He was extra annoying. And he wasn't afraid of anything. But he also would have been killed instantly. He added nothing to the show. He only took away. <laughs> now, Scooby Dumb. Now, he was dope. He was dumb, but he was dope. He was straight out of the um, Hokey Finoki Swamp. Crazy motherfucker named Dumb. <laughs> And, and in the intro, um, or anytime he met Scooby, he'd give him the ill uh, dap paw shake, you know, and he had a red Kango. <laughs> we know that whole family was black, right? He had a red Kango and had elaborate handshakes when, <laughs> when his uncle showed up. Uh, and people sleep on Scooby D. Scooby D was the cousin, and she was a movie star. She was fake, though. She had, like, white fur and blue eyes. She didn't want to embrace her heritage, you see, her lineage. She was the uh, Lil' Kim, Nicki Minaj of the family. She was, she was Nicki, do. Um, then you had great-grandpa Scooby and granddad Scooby, you know, after him. And we especially don't like great-grandpa Scooby because he liked Scrappy, and anybody like Scrappy is stupid. <laughs> then, though... So Scooby-Doo was dope because we had we had the monsters, we had the grown-up <laughs> art crimes and, and, and insurance fraud deals, and then the big reveal. Oh, it was Mr. Such and Such. Then they gave us the season with the new Scooby-Doo movie. Now those was the Ellis, because those were the ones with the celebrity guest stars. You had um, you had Batman and Robin. And, and Joker and Penguin dressed up as skeleton. I mean, as if their normal attire wasn't. Anyway. Um, and then they were working for some Miss Barker. But here's the thing. Again, it was a counterfeit money scheme. Like, she would counterf- counterfeit money and, like, send it to Joker and Penguin. And they would launder. I don't know what was going on. But it was crazy. Um, they had the Adams Family was on there. Sonny and Cher. And so here's the thing. These were done in 72. 
but they were new to you know us in the 80s. No one bothered to question why these guest stars, uh, why, why Jonathan Winters and Don Knotts uh, were on the show like they were current stars. You know, I guess you like, well, it was Mork's father and Mr. Furley, but you know, you know, you know, who are these people? Like, why is Sonny and Cher on here? Like, Sonny and Cher is popping off in 1984. But, you know, I mean, imagine if they did the current joint. If they would have had current stars when it dropped in the 80s, we would have had Scooby-Doo and Michael Jackson, and we had a Scooby-Doo with Bill Cosby. We would have had Herman on Scooby-Doo. would have been crazy. But, you know, they had the, the, the Globetrotters. You know, we would have had, like, Magic and Bird. Like, Magic would have been, like, trying to do something in the forum, and Larry Bird would have been dressed up as a ghost. They would have unmasked him. Like, oh, it was Larry Bird. <laughs> or, or like, Prince would have been the ghost in the Michael Jackson episode. Uh, we would have got a Mike Tyson episode. We got the Mike Tyson Mysteries cartoon now. Imagine the Mike Tyson episode. He would have uh, been... Dressed up to scare, uh, scare a uh, Vander Holyfield or something. It would have, it would have been crazy. You know, that's a good idea for a post. I'm doing it. I don't know when, but I'm doing it. Now, my favorite. Now, look, everybody loved Batman, Robin when they were on there, or the Globetrotters, or the Three Stooges. Three Stooges were funny, but mine was Jerry Reed. <laughs> now, the thing is, at the time, I had no idea who Jerry Reed was. I still kind of don't know who Jerry Reed is, but Mystery Inc. was going to his concert, and Jerry was kidnapped by a Viking and the ghost of Davy Crockett. Anyway, um, why was my favorite was the song he sang while they tried to find him. It was my jam. A Pretty Merry Sunlight. <laughs> Trivia, it was used on the show before in a chase scene or something. Didn't matter. But when they sang it, or when Jerry Reed sang it on this joint, that was that was my, my song. I, I, I have to play it. Pretty Merry Sunlight, she's all right. Scenes had the best music. We had the whole going down the corridor with, you know, the Scooby-Doo cartoons are the only cartoons, well, the first cartoons, that they always had a hallway with multiple doors on each side and people just running across, across the hall and end up out of the door. 
They, they always ended up in a house with uh, nine, ten doors <laughs> in, the, in the hallway. Um, anyway. Um, and there were things I always wondered or, or questioned about Scooby-Doo when I watched. Like, why didn't Mystery ain't ever smart enough? Like, I mean, granted, while I was watching it, I never was like, you know, oh, Mrs. Anderson's gonna be the ghost or anything, but it's just the fact that, realistically, you know, I don't know, after 20 times being scared by ghosts who turned out to be somebody they already met under a mask or uh, baby powder <laughs> sprinkled on their face, why didn't they at least say, uh, I'm pretty sure that you're not being haunted. It's probably, I don't know, him, you know? <laughs> Or, or at least just not be scared, you know? At least be like, okay, I get it. You, you scared all these people away, but... We've been scared enough. You know, we've been in swamps and all kind of crazy stuff. We've been, I'm kind of... We're immune to being scared at this point. You know, thanks. Uh, and, and no one was ever murdered. I don't, I don't Especially the ghost. If... If the ghosts are transparent, what are they gonna do when they catch you anyway? And we always find that like a sheet on a vacuum cleaner or something. There's never a ghost. Except for, except for, I think it wasn't Grandpappy Scooby-Doo an actual ghost or something. It doesn't matter. And how did they survive? You know, they didn't take any money from solving crimes. Hell, no one even asked them to solve anything, number one. Nobody was like, hey, uh, could you, could you saw, everybody was just happy with being uh, scared away from the old uh, coal mine or, or whatever. They're just like, hey, there's a ghost out there, so we don't go out there. And, you know, they take it upon themselves, let's investigate. Nobody asked you to do shit. Um, and how did they live? Where did they live? You know, I'm, I'm guessing they lived in the mystery machine. So it's, it's Daphne, Fred, Velma. Scooby, Shaq. It's five, and then you had a little assholes. Five people living in a van down by the river. <laughs> did they stop at hotels and wash up? Or how did they even get gas money for the mystery machine? I mean, granted, they never changed clothes, so, you know, they didn't have to go to the mall. But I bet the, the van stunk to high hell. You got dog breath and dog shit and farts and Shaggy's bong and felt in that short skirt with the 70s bush. That couldn't smell so good. Uh, and what was the temperature? Because Velma got the short skirt on and, and Shaggy has a t-shirt on and Fred has on a sweater, shirt, and an ascot. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know. Anyway. Um, what did Scooby Snacks taste like? Or what they were made of? I used to watch like, damn... I want to, I want to Scooby, I mean, if they're going to make, if you're not going to go um, into this room where the crazy uh, witch doctor or or the, the scary clown is, but they'll give you a Scooby snack and you're like, fuck it, all right, I'll, I'll do it. I mean, they must be the most delicious things ever. I'm a kid looking like, I want a Scooby snack. Oh. Well, all we know for sure is that they're for dogs and adults because Shaggy ate two, but 
I know they're made in Ohio. Shouts to Ohio. Because um, they went to the factory on the cartoon. And at some point, there were a whole bunch of flavors of Scooby Snacks, but they were destroyed by, like, a cheese monster. <laughs> a cheese monster. Um, you know see? Now, supposedly, they're a brown sugar caramel cookie. That's thorough research from the, the Kleck turn here at uh, here at the EDP. Yeah. But that kind of made me want like 112 boxes. I want a brown sugar caramel cookie. But they're called, okay, they're called Scooby Snacks on the box though. So Scooby was named after the Scooby Snacks, but he has a long lineage of family. So it was ancestors named after the Scooby Snacks. So how long were the Scooby Snacks? Because otherwise, wait, am I overthinking a cartoon that's over 40 years old? <laughs> but no, I remember one time they had Shaggy Snacks. <laughs> they had Shaggy Snacks. They offered Shaggy a Scooby Snack to do something, and he finally put his foot down and was like, no, I'm not doing it for no those Scooby snacks, man. Like, well, what about two? He's like, no. And then Daphne pulled out some shaggies. He had his face on. He's like, fuck, I do it for some shaggy snacks. Hey, don't look at me. Dairy Queen, and I made my own Shaggy Snack Blizzard. I used to, because when the when the blizzards came out, it was like, yo, you can get Oreo cookies and cream, you can get Butterfinger, you get Heath. But then I found out that you could just tell them what you wanted, you could mix your own. And this was, you know, in my Scooby days, and so I was like, I'm gonna make me a Shaggy Snack because it was just funny. Um, now listen. It was, man, you gotta think. Shaggy and Scooby ate just about anything. You just put it together. The funniest shit is when they would make sandwiches and they would deal them to each other like it was playing poker and <laughs> shuffle up the ingredients. Anyway, so my Blizzard, my Shaggy snack, it was uh, Oreos, strawberries, Heath, and banana. <laughs> Mix all of that up. That was that was a shaggy snack to eat those. I even I went and um I made one in college. It made me a shaggy snack, and and one of my friends was like, that is disgusting. And I said, taste it. And they said, I want one because <laughs> shaggy snacks is dope. Um, now I couldn't rock with any of the stuff. I already hated anything that had to do with scrap. Like I mean, even in the beginning, he was in the little box that someone kicked off of it. So, all right, so here's the thing. He was in a box with holes in it and it wasn't like the mail delivery. It seemed like someone just wrapped him up and just kicked him off of it. Because he was probably annoying everybody. It's like when Garfield mails uh, Nermo to Abu Dhabi. Someone was just mailing. So, but he just happened to be next to Scooby and says, hey, Uncle Scooby, I'm Scrappy. I was like, ah, God. 
But anyway, I couldn't deal with anything that was graphic. Um, or the kids, when they did the Scooby-Doo kids or mystery little kid, baby Scooby, I, I couldn't do it. Even though, I mean, I'd rather watch that because then Scrappy didn't exist. He uh, I mean, I wasn't really a fan there. Plus, I couldn't object to Five Velma, so they were kids. Um, oh, and that one season of Scooby-Doo where they changed the theme song, which is the greatest theme song ever, but they changed the theme song and had all the monsters in the line doing the thriller Whoa! dance. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Come on, Scooby, where you been? Trouble's on the loose again. monsters together dancing and a chorus line doing doing the thriller anyway so then so i'm sitting and i'm thinking you know who are my favorite monsters from scooby-doo and and i I figured you know why not just do do a post on on the website then when i figured i'd do a post i figured yeah i'd do a quick podcast now the monsters crazy because they weren't really monsters but you know it, you had uh the ghost of captain cutler these are on the list on the website but that was the deep sea diving suit one <laughs> they were still in yachts um the 10,000 volt ghost the 10,000 volt ghost was dope because the thing about that one was you always saw them in the opening credits but you never saw the episode it was like the episode never came on. It came on one time. I, everything else was reruns, but you would always see the, the the big electric red ghost go to the file cabinet, and they would duck out, and Shaggy and Scooby would go between his legs and, and run, but we never saw that actual episode for, like, dumb long. Um, but that one was dope. It was, like, for real heat-melted metal-type dude, which when you saw him... In the suit, it made no sense. He should have died. And because, one, he had on a, a suit that flamed on or whatever the hell, but his whole face <laughs> was uh, electric. I don't um, You had Charlie, the, the Funhouse robot, which, Funland robot, which was, was scary on the intro, but the actual episode he wasn't scary at all like on the episode you see him they look up and he had the little beady eyes you're like oh shit it's about to go down and then the episode he's just some robot that run real fast that they reprogram he's petting scooby fuck out of here but it was still you know that was a thing and then they had that fireball mcfan one with the guy with red hair and ended up being twin brothers that looked nothing like each other weren't built alike but they were yeah, Creeper, the lurch, the big green lurch dude. That was that was a dope one. Um, who else? Oh, and of course, Old Iron Face. <laughs> Old Iron Face had sharks that <laughs> that he rode like they were skis, and 
he would scare people because um, they were <laughs> this the sharks that were skis were were torpedoes that had uh, prisoners from the <laughs> from the prison and they were smuggling them in the, the torpedoes and on top of that oh and iron face was really a woman <laughs> so I don't know uh, maybe it's just me and reminiscing about Scooby-Doo. If you go and just look back at these episodes, only the first joints and the, and the, the Scooby-Doo movies, don't look at all the other stuff. You look at those, they're, they're hilarious. Um, and it has some good 70s funk music. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to take a trip down Scooby Lane. And, and do a quick podcast. It's easy this way. Yeah, I, I think of a list. I think of something I want to put on there. And, and I hit uh, go into the studio. And, you know, the collect turns. Give me, give me some time in the studio. Open up the mic. Say a little thing. Say a little bit of this. A little bit of that. Bring it to the people. Um, so if you have some Scooby memories, you know, put them in the comments or, the, or tweet them to me. Hashtag EDP. Hashtag Scooby. Um, in the meantime, in between time, work at the ramp. <laughs> My favorite thing Scooby do said. Uh, uh, appreciation. I'm out. Why would a contractor need glow-in-the-dark paint? I wonder if this has to do with the glowing ghost. <sighs> I put my parents $100,000 in debt for that criminal science degree. I need to rethink my life. <gasps> Shaggy! Oh! Oh! oh. My glasses! Oh! Jinkies! <laughs> glowing ghost! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh, I just puked right in my f***ing mask. Velma faces 12 to 18 months of physical therapy with no insurance. While she's on that fun journey, we need someone to fill her role. Like, dude, me and Scoob already put an ad on Craigslist. Yeah, Craigslist. <laughs> like, here she is now. I am Lisbeth Salander. I know we need a team nerd, but do they always have to be such boner killers? <laughs> Hey, Elizabeth. I really like your, uh, hair, eyebrows, makeup, piercings, tattoos, outfit, hygiene, manners, smile, accent. Hey, Fred, turn up the radio. The owner of this amusement park says a ghost is scaring away all his customers. My plan is we split up. You are incompetent. Huh? The owner of this park is bankrupt. These are his financial records. Don't implicate me in whatever you're doing. Lots of honest people file Chapter 11, Lisbeth. Here are his personal emails. He has $50,000 in gambling debts. While gambling is a deplorable vice... Here are receipts for a ghost costume, a one-way ticket to Brazil, and 12 drums of acetone, the most common arson accelerant. He is planning to burn the park for the insurance money, blame it on a ghost, and flee the country. I say we split up. That is Philip W. Anderson, the president and CEO of this... Mike, run! 
You wear too much purple. I know. It matches my eyes. The only humans with naturally purple eyes are albinos. Fine. They're contacts. God, you think you know everything, huh? You think you're so cool. You know, you're not the only one with a badass tattoo. I think a tumbleweed just blew through my vagina. I know. It sucks, Fred. Sucks. I have the worst boyfriend in the world. Maybe you could try handcuffing him to your bed. Uh, oh, I guess that could spice things up. Yes, and then sodomize him with a stainless steel revenge dildo. Oh, so that's how these girls play. Oh. This whole park smells like sex all of a sudden, and I get stuck with a four-legged tang repellent. Rangry rarin, rainy wrist were a road rat. Did you just diss the soul patch? <laughs> Look, it was the amusement park owner after all. Imbecile. We actually solved the mystery without Velma. And without a tacked on car chase and explosion. Unlike the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, thanks for the critique, guys. Steve Larson, author of the girl with the dragon tattoo. Maybe I would have done a second draft if I hadn't died of a fing heart attack. Like, hey, old dude, did you lose a contact lens? I just took a hammer to the skull. I think my fing retina flew off. Oh, <laughs> oh. 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 Ruby, Ruby, Ruby.